and welcome to the Walter Farfair podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Scott's playing some music from last night. I'm here with uh, two members of my Farfair family. I have Ash. Hello. I've got Scott. Hey. Um, so we're just uh, winding down the day after the 100 year anniversary of your department. Yep. 100 years of service. Yeah. Thank you for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, it was a good night, which we'll get into later on. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have any news tonight, do we? Other than what you just showed us? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, whale, the whale eating two people in the kayak. That's crazy. <laughs> Where was that? I have no idea. No. It just popped up in the feed and I pressed yeah. play. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just re in, uh, what's the word? Reinforced. <laughs> reinforced. <laughs> reinforced. Uh, I don't the, like the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, the ocean freaks me out. Like a, a lake is fine. There's nothing in the lake that's big that'll eat you. Yeah. Motion? Everything will eat you. Like, I don't like when like weeds touch my feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Nice. Hard yeah. pass. Yeah, the ocean's pretty fast. There's a lot of big things in there, so. Big enough for me. And like, Custer Paul. Even on land in Australia. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. You see that weird. I, I think it was Australia today. I, I saw it. Something about some weird sea creature with no eyes, but this massive, like, razor blade type teeth it was the creepiest thing looking I'm like what the hell is this like why do people want to live there yeah no way I'm out <laughs> anyways um, what are we going to talk about I guess uh, oh we had not much going on our training uh, I was late to our training I, uh, but for our guys we're finishing up some of the uh, emergency scene management um, skills um, that we've been practicing uh, so they had a group kind of touring around town and doing some scenario based on real structures. Uh, so they were able to do their, their proper scene size up with what um, somebody relayed as playing the part as a dispatcher. And then just the ability to actually to go do full real 360s on some of these buildings and how challenging it can be on some real buildings with fences and you name it, right? So do you you contact the owners before you do this or you just like pick a house and you I think I, I was late because I was working. Um, but I think what they did was, I think uh, our deputy chief had a couple of uh, pre-established right. uh, uh, residences that they went to, uh, more buildings, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we have the pre-plan guys that mm-hmm. they go around a little bit and do some work. But we, uh, I don't know, I can't remember the last time we actually went to a, because we you know we do hydrant checks and like we run the hydrants just you know, we, so we know where hydrants are where we, uh, in our area, but I don't think the last time we actually did a, like just drove around and Stop at a building and do a 360 on it. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah it was, I think, think it sounded like it went really well in our debriefing. Uh, we learned a lot. Um, like I said, it's just, just working with uh, the passport system and the boards and uh, the proper instant command structure and just teaching a lot of the, the newer people just kind of what those skill sets are just to help them understand the whole picture of right. what we're dealing with as, as mm-hmm. officers or as. Um, basically the instant commanders on any scene, right? Um, so yeah, that went well. Um, and then we just finished off a whole bunch more skills with a lot of our uh, new recruits and whatnot. Sure. We're, uh, you might notice, we've got uh, some different audio tonight before we go any further. Mm-hmm. Um, we're set up downstairs in the basement, uh, well, like the main floor of our fire hall. Um, and we just heard somebody walk in the building. So we might have some pauses here as we go, and it's definitely a different room from our uh, usual fancy studio space that we use. <laughs> Man, that place is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was or is now? Uh, well, it's better now. We cleaned yeah. it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually burnt some of our stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're sitting on some of our other stuff. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so then I guess the only other thing that we were just kind of chatting before we started recording uh, we had reports of a structure fire um, just the other day, so uh, the initial reports were heavy smoke coming from um, one of the campgrounds, large campgrounds we have in our community, um, one kind of their shower house and bathroom areas. Um, so very short manpower for us for that event. Um, we, we got to this campsite, it's a very large campsite, a lot of people packed in, of course, in our summer months now. Uh, very tight laneways, tight access points. And of course, the shower house is tucked in the back far corner, so sure. very hard to get to. Um, so our chief was the first one on scene. He started getting the size up 
Uh, we staged our truck because there's nothing showing, so we just kind of went into investigating, getting reports from the bystanders of what actually happened. Um, he started going around to start 360. Uh, I grabbed my partner. Uh, we went up to um, the building from the property owner and uh, found it was actually a different building, which they initially told us. Uh, so there was a little bit of a hiccup, uh, but got quickly resolved. And it was just very light, kind of white lavender smoke coming out of the soffits um, from this house or this um, bath bathhouse, I guess you call it. Um, so once we saw that, you know, kind of scale things down because the initial reports were heavy smoke. So we were mm -hmm. quite worried, especially with our turnout. Yeah. It well, took quite, yeah, a, yeah. quite a bit of time for our second engine to roll. Yeah. Um, so we were just discussing as well. If there was heavy, heavy smoke showing, we would be would be going for mutual aid uh, very, very quickly for that. And water sources too. That's kind of at the end of our town district into our regional district, mm -hmm. uh, so there's no hydrants. Right. So that gets uh, a little bit more challenging. In the past, we've had some large uh, warehouse fires down in that area, and we've had to actually just draft out of the lake. Uh, there's sure. a lot of boat accesses there. Right. Um, that works, uh, but we've usually had the relay pump as well, and long, long supply lines. Right. Um, yeah, so for that one, our initial report was they saw some smoke coming out of one of the junction boxes in the ceiling above the showers. So we went in with some hand tools, um, started pulling some of the ceiling down around it, not much showing, a little bit of smoke uh, kind of would be wafting out a little bit. Uh, it was all on the insulated building, right? Mm -hmm. uh, just thin, thin plywood that we were breaking, breaking down from the ceiling. Um, and then at that point, we, we probably pulled about 12 feet down. Um, a couple panels and realized well, we're still, still not seeing anything fresh. So we stopped at that point until we could grab our, our tick and we started scanning and we found a little area which turned out to be either a squirrel's nest or a rat's nest or something in the walls. We chewed a whole bunch of wires and, and it caught all this nest material and grossness and shit. Uh, right. but, so very small but good good potential if it wasn't found because of course there's no, no alarm system in this building yeah. or no smoke alarms, no nothing. Um, and back of the, the campground, lots of trees, lots of dead leaves and stuff just everywhere around it as well. Tents piled up beside it, you name it, right? One more hazards. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that was pretty much it. Just spent a little bit of time doing the overhaul and splashed a little bit of water in there with a hose line and that was about it for us. Yeah, I think uh, we didn't, you know, we've been running a FR, two FR calls. Um, mm -hmm. An interesting one, uh, you know, uh, these, now that we're tied into other dispatches, mm -hmm. we're starting to see some, uh, like, the telephone game happens a little bit more now that we're doing that far. So it's like, just the other day we had a, had a shooting call. That's right. Yeah. And uh, there was a little bit of confusion on that. We, we heard it was a, you know, a shooting. I don't know, we had, there was a shooting call, uh, not, not for us, but there was a shooting earlier that week. Mm -hmm. um, so what it turned out to be was... Uh, police were going to serve a warrant on the person that they were looking for for the shooting call and it happened that the way it got relayed through uh through ehs dispatch to us was a, it was like an active shooter that's right going on. not an active shooter an active like single scene, yeah you know, patient with a gsw yeah. like a mm -hmm. wound and, so yeah. um we, we leave the hall here and, and you know the police station is right next to us so as we come out um we see the sergeant and another constable walking out of the detachment and like walking out we're like uh so we're like, hey, stop the truck, stop the truck. So we stop the truck and, hey, are you going to go to a shooting call? They're like, no. It's like, okay. <laughs> so we kind of were like, mm. They're like, well, we're going to this place, though, to do a warrant. We're like, well, it's kind of in the same area as the shooting call. And we're kind of like, well, maybe, maybe they're actively going <laughs> to do a warrant. So anyways, they led and it ended up being that was end up not really anything it was they were right. definitely so and then you showed up in the in the ambulance code three and yeah so they they called us your your ambulance was out of town uh so they called us to respond to it and we, yeah we were told uh yeah single occupant um, with a gunshot wound uh this address so we came flying up and made pretty good time right. and, and met with you guys and i called you actually to see where you were for yeah. the staging right because um, again our information was okay this is a shooting um don't quite have the the actual location. They said the, our notes were that the um, uh, the suspect was still at large. Right. So I knew you guys would be going with FR, so I phoned you to see where your staging point was and just to make things a little easier for that area of town. Um, and then we all met up and quickly realized that, just what you said, it was kind of a non-event, so we ended up sitting there for a police standby for a while. 
But you know, it's interesting because we were close enough to see the police doing their thing, and um, I think in some ways we were a little too close for the staging. It was just kind of a staging we ended up at. It was that staging that we were told to go to. We just kind of right. ended up there. Right. That's how the way the call came in. Um, but there was people in because we staged inside this kind of rec center area, and there was people inside doing a thing, and then it was balancing like, should we evacuate them, yeah. uh, or is it like a scene where it's like chill enough that we don't need to evacuate as long as they stay inside. And then, of course, the event, as, like, it ends. <laughs> so now, okay, do we let everybody out and quickly get out? Or do we hold them so we held them for a little bit and let them get out? So it's kind of that, like, get a balance. Right? It is. Scene, right? Yeah, it really is. And that, like you said, it, that staging point kind of got pushed on us. So we met up with the uh, with the police at that location. Yep. And that's when we got the real story. And they said, no, just stand by here. You're safe here. And we just kind of turned it into that. But we did have our own discussion on the scene. Like, hey, okay, if things change, we'll pull back and create a new staging point. But and the way we parked our apparatus, we parked it in such a way that like we would have actually had some shielding. Yeah. Like if, if something was to go wrong, we would add you know we would add two layers of shielding. With uh, our truck was kind of next to your truck. Whether we I'm mean, sure I park behind your truck. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, and I was thinking, okay, if, if things start going wrong, we'll we'll come behind your yeah. vehicle, which. By that point, if a bullet went through, it would have to go through our truck. Um, and we had a little bit of water because it was our bush truck and mm-hmm. possibly the water tank, which it would, would have went through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through the ambulance. So we would all be safe. And all of us would have easily you know, shield ourselves behind that. Yeah. It, but it goes back to that. Uh, the whole night, every time I'd look over at some, uh, one of the uh, other um, other officers or a chief was walking around or a deputy chief Rescue task force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Because actually, I have, I have a, some armor in my truck. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so, some of the thoughts were like, if the police were to go in, shots would be fired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if only one ambulance is there, and there's, you know, a stack of earth guys going, mm-hmm. you know, like, look at, um, um Savage, right? Recently. How many officers were shot? Uh, six. Yeah. So that would super overwhelm you on your resources. It would, yeah. For our area, absolutely. Um, so it, it isn't that an FR and get back to when would we be able to go in? Mm-hmm. And pull officers out. Yeah, and that's just and that's the whole point of a rescue task force, right? Is so EHS will be staged in a, in a casualty collection point uh, where people can be brought to us from that task force, and then we can triage or and treat. Uh, or choose to transport from there as well. Yeah. And with that one resource, we're going to be treating on scene. And then it'll get a little dicey. there would be a little bit of a pairing up with you guys uh, for some quick transport turnaround times, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, none of that happened, but it's good. It's kind of a good, like, rather than just sitting there, we were thinking about, at least I was, I'm assuming you probably oh, yeah, were. Yeah, it's, we a, it's a good discussion point. It's, and that's, that stuff always goes through my head as I start building a, a plan. Okay, worst case scenario, okay, if that happens, what do we have here? How are we going to set it up? How are we going to react to that? Yeah. 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 Cool. Rescue task force. <laughs> well, let's keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of our week so far. Or we could fire calls. We had uh, other things happening this week. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do we want to get into that for the I think we probably could. <clears throat> yes, it was... Uh, so we've been chatting about it for a little while now. It was our 100th year anniversary. Uh, so we kind of had the event split up into daytime, um, a bit of a buffer for our past members, and then a uh, nighttime event. So the daytime, um, kind of post-COVID, um, I know it's still out there and such, but you know everything's open here. Things are um, as normal as they've ever been since the start of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Prior to every large event, uh, it's been tradition that we would go down to a local restaurant uh, and have breakfast as a group. Um, Sometimes that group was five, sometimes that group was 15. However many people were available that morning, we'd go and have a nice early breakfast together and then go off and get the rest of the day started. So it was really nice, for one, um, we did that as a group. um, And you kind of start making plans for the day there. Um, hey, like, are we thinking about this? Like, hey, did we you know, remember this? Um, and I, as guys are walking in, it's like, oh, you know, 
oh yeah, I remember this guy has a job that I forgot to tell him. Hey, I forgot to tell you this is here now. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. So you're running through all these things in your head and you're chatting with, with uh, the rest of the group. So that's, that's you know, there's a pretty big benefit to it. Plus it's awesome. Yeah, usually the sugar packets and uh, Primo's come out it's like we're trying to describe what we're doing. You're, you're <laughs> doing like, your tiny town. Yeah, we're tiny town. I'm like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. Okay, the stage is here and then we're going to put a, the mixer board is going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we started out there, and then yeah, we all we all filed filed out as we finished up, came over the hall, and we started to set up for the day event. I gotta add something. Mm-hmm. So my son, yeah, speaking, speaking of, of speaking of service, <laughs> <laughs> so my son works at the restaurant we were at, and you know he's a dishwasher and he's also a prep cook. <laughs> so the night before, he's running late. I'm going to pick him up. I'm like, yeah, super late. So it's the night before we go for breakfast. Finally, uh, he calls me and said, "I go over there." I'm like, well, that was that was a late night. You guys must have been really busy. He's like, no. He goes, I was peeling potatoes for you and your guys for tomorrow because you're all coming in for breakfast. <laughs> He's excited to work an extra hour. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Thank you for your service. <laughs> it's all night long. Every time you walk by, I'm like, again, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, we all appreciate it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, thank you for your so service he, again. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, he had to work late because they opened up an hour early for us as well, which is really nice, right? So it was just us in there. There's actually a really nice group group photo that was uh, cycled around there. Oh, um, I didn't see that. Um, it's on our our members' private oh, page. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on there. Uh, actually, no, it was Jay's wife. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, we started out with that, and then I mean, we've obviously been been planning and prepping for the past week or so uh, at the hall here. Uh, but all of the rest of the day of prep, we came we came back here and set up. We we did some more uh, setup for the live band, which we've been talk, talking about. So we had live music in the evening, um, but then we set up for uh, we had a splash zone for kids, so the kids can come. I mean, it's hot in you know summertime here, uh, so we we yeah, super up. popular. Like yeah, it's super easy to set up. Just pour mm-hmm. the tank. Yeah, we popular. we put a bladder down. Um, threw some uh, water guns in there, just sponges. just some sponges. We cut up a couple nice. sponges, um, and and the kids had a blast. Awesome. Um, yeah, parents were out walking, you know, walking around. Kids would all, as soon as there's any sort of a water fight, kids are going to gravitate to that. So, yeah. so that that was really like really really well attended. Um, Rob and his uh, his wife set up a um, kids fire fit or firefighter challenge kind of kind of set up there. Um, so they ended up having like a, a a very young, small, scaled down version of that, um, and they did pre like pre sign up times, um, and that's something kind of new for us. Usually we're just like, hey, come on in, and we'll figure it out. And they were pretty much booked the entire day. Nice. Uh, there was a lineup of people that didn't get a chance to sign up, and then they had they had time time slots. I think Rob. Rob was about ready to keel over. Oh, man. I got one by my ear. He's like, I think I'm going to have a jammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like looking around. I'm like, uh, you. You go be Rob because, like, we, we need him. <laughs> don't need you. <laughs> no, but he's, he's younger. And, he was definitely younger. Yeah, yeah he was definitely a, a younger yeah, fella. Yeah, Rob, you the sound later on. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which we can chat about that. But, uh, so, yeah. So, we had that. We had um, a splash park. We had the kids' fire pit. Um and then we had three three uh, live demos. Yeah. So the classic um, uh, grease fire on a stove. So we, we have a 20-foot C-can that we've cut in half, and we use the, the one half of it just with an, op- an open end uh, as a demo can, and we can do that here right at the lot. Um, so we have an old stove, uh, which has been you know lit up with uh, propane gas before. Yeah. Um, we just we kind of wanted to go quickly this time, so it's easier. It's, like, it's it fast, just, fast and easy. Yeah, because yeah. really, gets, you have to let that thing cook for a long time to get yeah, a It gets the on. point. It gets the point across, yeah. right? So we basically put a um, a pot on a stove. Uh, we take a our uh, tiger torch and cook the oil. Just get it cooking and boiling. Um, get a little bit of uh, flame showing there, and then we throw a cup or ever on the end of a pipe pole. And you know, demonstrate what happens when you use a small amount of water right. on a grease fire. And I mean, it's a, a big flash. It is a very good representation of why. And then we, we you know, we, we talk through the the whys you wouldn't want to do that. What you should do. Obviously, remove uh, heat and cover up the pot. Um, 
you have a uh, extinguisher um, as as a backup, obviously. Um, and then we, we talked about how like how large of a of a flame that that was coming off of that in a sea can. So now imagine if this was a combustible building, not That's a right. not a sea can. Now that's gotten into other portions and you know potential kitchen fires happening. So um, yeah, it's definitely a, a shock to the, to the crowd. Like, Ooh! Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and even like when I because I was the one doing the talk for that, and I was like, so we're talking about afterwards. And so imagine if you're you know you pack you throw this on. Now you get hit with all that hot grease and, and like burning grease. Mm-hmm. So that happened. I said, so now you're, you know, second, third degree burns. I said, but what else, what also happened? What happened when you get surprised? What just happened with you guys when you got surprised? What did you do? You went, because <gasps> you inhaled, like, yeah. said, so now you inhaled all this hot gas. So they're like, oh, so like, it's a good representation because you can tell people not to do grease fires, they can watch it on TV, but when they see it and they feel the actual heat coming off, because they're... 30 feet away? 20 yeah. Feet away, and you yeah. feel the heat coming off that thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good 10 foot flame comes off. Yeah. So, you know, it really sets a, it's a point across. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They, yeah. And yeah, some, some old fellow there at the end, he walks up on his, in his cane. So he's, he's an old boy. He's like, well, I just learned something. Like, like they get, oh, thanks. Okay, cool. Like, you didn't know about grease fires and you're made it to 80? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> so you were lucky. <laughs> yeah, he had no idea. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so I guess you don't use water. I'm like, nope, <laughs> definitely not that. Yeah. Uh, like once the entire kitchen's on fire, yeah, you, you can use some water. <laughs> Did you guys do a scenario where you showed them to cover it with a lid, how it snuffs it out, or? Uh, we didn't, just mainly because our pot is actually a wok, and we didn't have a no. lid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked, like, because I, I said, that what's the best, what are, what are better options? And, then yeah. we t- and I talked about the triangle. I said, you know, fire triangle is, like, and actually a lot of people knew it, so they, you know. So they said it, and I said, okay, so what are we trying to remove? Mm-hmm. So how would we remove the heat source? Mm-hmm. Turn off the stove? Perfect. Turn off the stove. So we turn off the stove. How would we remove the oxygen? Put a lid on it? Yes. Put a lid on it. Nice. <laughs> it's good, though. Yeah, so we chatted through through that, which is really good. Um, so that was uh, live demo number one. Um, then we had a bit of a, uh, I think it was like a 25-minute break. Uh, yeah, so we had a ceremony. Um, again, Rob's wife um, baked a really nice hundred-year cake with a couple of cupcakes. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the cake was like it was like a, a big one, a big zero, another big zero. And one of our guys was like, we can go take this in the back and have like a ten-year anniversary because <laughs> we just eat the one and the zeros. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, but we didn't. it was pretty tempting. <laughs> it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, actually, I got a piece. Yeah, neither did I. I don't know if there's any left over there. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. I think it's all good. yeah. Uh, so we had that. It was nice. We had the uh, fire fire chief Bob there. He uh, he was involved, and I think there was a dignitary or two, yeah. uh, which which was nice. Um, and then we had uh, demo number two, which was an auto extrication demo, yeah. um, which we posted on our live feed. Carl Carl video did the live feed. Yeah, sweet. So it was on our Facebook page. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, yeah, we had a early two thousands. Ford Focus station wagon. Uh, we actually put one of, I think she was an ex ambassador and now she looks after, like, she like helps out with the, yeah. the local ambassador program. Who actually, we had a bunch of ambassadors uh, that were down here helping us. Um, and then, so she was on that train and then she was also uh, deals with kids and sun fun here. So we, we've done a lot of work with her in the past. Um, she kind of got voluntold that she was going to be a live patient. Nice, right so on. yeah, so we ended up uh, putting her inside of a vehicle um, and then extricated her out of the vehicle. Now, just for added layers of protection, uh, we stripped out um, some turnout gear, got her in uh, pants and a jacket, uh, N95 mask, and iPro. Um, and then we still went through all of the soft and the hard protection. Right. Uh, but you know, we, we have a, a live patient. Let's let's take every single precaution for them. Um, as we're doing this live demo, and we we kind of ran it at sort of a like a three three quarter speed. Guys weren't rushing like if it was a live event, but they also weren't dogging. So um, kind of allowing people to see all all the motions. Um, so we said the the story was we have a single vehicle rollover uh, which flopped back over on its wheels. 
so the the roof was uh, pushed in. We, we we used our crane truck to to cave in the roof. The hood was mangled, and the doors were all caved in on 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 the driver's side. So the idea was, guys, get up there. Um, we're going to chalk the wheels. We're going to do four point stabilization. Uh, they uh, removed the hood, uh, disconnected the battery first, um, and then as that's happening, there's somebody going in to do patient contact. So Warren was the guy on the inside. Uh, he sat with the patient the entire time, um, and then the guys just worked basically from front front to back. They had somebody on uh, softening the vehicle, so breaking all the glass, doing that peel and peak, um, and yeah, we just chatted through it and ended up removing the roof, uh, popping the driver's door, uh, and then we got a spine board in and up up and out the back. Nice. So I think all in all, in this scenario, it probably took about ten minutes. Um, from start start to finish, maybe a little bit longer, maybe but, a little bit longer. But, but again, it's it was, a big. You know, we we made it hard. We didn't make it easy. Like we're like we could yeah. just have the door pop, and people wouldn't be impressed. But like, no, it's the door pop. Oh, it's a natural, and let's do a roof removal. Like, okay, it sounds like a good idea until it's thirty degrees out. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the boys, guys, the, were, the guys were sweating. Like, yeah, they were pretty hot when they were. You know, you got eighty people watching you. That's yeah, right. mm-hmm. and you're not trying to screw up. And yeah, but they did all, you know awesome job. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was like, literally, I don't care how far the dash moves, just make it look impressive. Like, as long as the A post moves a foot out of the way, <laughs> yeah. we're not looking for perfect there. Uh, but they actually, you know, displaced the dash probably a good, you know, seven or, or eight inches. So I uh, talked about how if there's an impingement there, we can get that uh, patient out. Um, uh, talked through, like, we didn't slap a collar on, but we talked through like why we would be doing that. Right. This is obviously just aspect. just just a quick demo. Or like we don't want to burn up good gear, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that that was really good. A lot of people came up and had really good good things to say about it. Um, and like how, like one of the big things when you're in there with that patient, if they are awake or like if 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 they are alert or not, still talking through everything with them in there, right? And um, like somebody came up and said I had no idea that you guys would do something like that like this all looks crazy it'd be scary if I was in mm-hmm. in there alone uh, knowing that you have a member in there with me if I was ever in that position um, you know is a little more comforting in like a pretty shitty environment yeah, yeah. obviously and that's so, always the big thing is, is is teaching the public and showing them look like there's the whole aspect of it it's always fun showing them the different tools because a lot of people just think oh it's you guys have the jaws of life. You know, yeah, the exactly. Yeah. Jaws of life for everything. So once they actually see the spreaders and cutters and rams working, yeah. but then also our hand tools and how quickly we can use it. Absolutely. But how noisy they are. Yes. So like you said, relaying to them, okay, hey, this is, it's loud, but we're giving you this protection, we're talking to you. Yeah. And what I've always done in my practice, if, if I was the person inside of the patient, is I give them that pep talk as well, yeah. like you said. And then ask distracting questions or mm-hmm. keep them focused on something else during the event yeah mm-hmm. but it was good I, I was watching part of the live feed there because I didn't make it up to it but uh, you guys also pulled the the back uh, lift gate off yeah as well mm-hmm. and that that went really slick sure do you want to talk about how you took that and then folded it down yeah it went it went really well so um, we've kind of transitioned to working <coughs> from the top down um, you know, it's very methodical. Uh, it's easier on, on, you know, the guys physically. Uh, so, um, yeah, as it was a station wagon, it had a back, uh, a back, uh, hatch. So the guys, um, Gus went around, he was doing all the softening. So he got everything open and, and ready. Uh, we knew that there was rams in there. Uh, so you can't just start cut, cutting away. Mm-hmm. So, um, some, somebody with, uh, I don't know if it was a pry bar or a halogen, uh, gap to the top where they, they got the spreaders in there and then just peeled uh, the top of the hatch away uh, from the top back and kind of turned it into a tailgate. <laughs> and then because the, the steel going into the bottom of, of the hatch, it's softer steel, you can actually just fold the thing away. More times than not, it'll actually snap right off the back and this right. did pop off. I said, hey guys, if it pops off, great. If it just lays down, I don't care, as long as it's out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that worked out perfectly. Yeah, no, I was watching that and it, it was very fast, very effective. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just clears that tunnel, right, for that extrication coming up the back yep. so nicely. Yeah, really 100%. Sweet. So, yeah, once everything was open, spine board went, went in. Um, there was, I think, 
five of them all together, four of them were, were actively lifting. Uh, I think Warren was on uh, patient stabilization, so he had con control of the lift. Uh, got her up and out and stood her up on the outside. And yeah, so if it was even, yeah, like maybe 12 to 13 minutes, yeah. everything in, um, kind of going that three quarter speed. I think if that was like switched on, something happened there, you could probably cut yeah. a good couple minutes off of it. But yeah. you know, guys did an awesome job. Nothing was missed. And it was a really good demo for a lot of people to see that haven't had a chance to see it yet. So yeah. mm -hmm. that was number two. Uh, we didn't really have a lot of downtime between that one and our last live fire demo. Um, Which is good because we had the truck already there. Yeah, we, are, we already had the truck there. Uh, so we quickly packed that up, um, moved the truck kind of back another 20, 30 feet, uh, flaked out some hose line, and we had uh, Scott ran the guys through a um, like a room and con contents fire. So we actually burned half of our old podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah, you know, we had, uh, well, these couches actually didn't get burned. One of yeah. your old couches got burned, but there was an old TV up there, like one of, like, an old, like, an 80s. Yeah, like 50-some inch, like, like, rear, rear heavy, projector. Heavy, I'm glad Kevin and yeah. Adam carried for us. Yeah. They carried down the stairs. <laughs> I'm like, you can drop it down the stairs, because I don't really care, because they're about to get literally get burned. As long as it's still a semi-square box. Yeah, it looks like it hits the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we put that in there, put a couch, uh, put some yeah. uh, like cardboard boxes. Like, we didn't have a lot of furniture, so we, we kind of made it look like a... Like what an average college kid would have, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just like doesn't have money to buy a table, so he uses a carpet box. And yeah. <laughs> and everything. I, I actually put a few cans of beer or something in there, and then uh, yeah, Tim Hortons cup, and just to show like when the thermal layer hits those things on top of the TV, oh, what happens. So, yeah. 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 And then we actually the, we got the old carpet for the podcast room that we used for sound dampening, and that thing was gross. Because yeah. <laughs> how many three years of us being there. Spilling coffees and yeah, things. shoes on, spilling coffees yeah. and coming from the weather, blah blah blah. And it, I mean, it wasn't clean when we got it. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we rolled it out. It, burn building is so good for demos because it's like it's like like ten feet, um, super cheap to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you can afford a crappy sea can, because literally you burn it, it doesn't matter. Like we burnt the floor out of it over the years, but we rolled this piece of carpet in there, threw a couch, threw a TV in, threw some boxes, like I said. Looks quasi like a living room. Yep. And then uh, Carl just went in, uh, SCD on, ran a real quick tiger torch um, to just get the fire going a little bit on the on the couch edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just just so there was like flames present. He, yeah. It definitely yeah. wasn't rocking. He just wanted yeah. a little bit of flame present. Yeah. And then uh, step back. And as we're doing that, I was starting to talk. I was talking, uh, you know, closing before you doze. Uh, you know, in how it saves us when. Even if you like, were closed before you leave, like if you close the door and then you go home or right. go on vacation, um, the times we've come and have found uh, bed bedrooms and other rooms that have been closed, immaculate after a structure fire. Yeah. Just because that door was closed. And vice versa, if you were inside and you close the door, right? So we talked about that. Or if you come across a fire and you're able to close the door, That's right. um, you know, you hit it with a fire extinguisher real quick, but. You know, and I, you know, I'm trying to make it known, like, hey, it's not the fire that's going to kill you. It's all that black smoke. So um, a lot of times in live fire demos, it's like they don't see the black smoke because we're, we're not burning materials like that. But right away, as soon as you light a couch on fire, black smoke starts. Like, see the black smoke? Um, that's that's what's killing you. So we talked about crawling out of the fire. You know, just the general stuff. Um, general stuff we all know, but stuff that they might not know. And then we just let it go right to wash over. So, uh, and watch the thermal layer come down, watch it hit the different points, like hit the top of the TV with the cans and stuff, and watch mm -hmm. them smoke and catch on fire, and then hits the TV. And then um, we have like cast off from the TV lining on the on the floor of the um, carpet. Carpet, yeah. Um, couches going up, uh, and then again, probably within three or four minutes, we're in full flash over. And it was interesting because, you know, you feel the heat, feel the heat, feel the heat. And we're used to it, but you feel the heat. And then next thing is, like, the heat's rocking. And, and I was kind of standing out with the crowd. Like, the crowd was probably, like, a foot behind me when, yeah. I, when I started talking. And then I'm kind of watching the fire, and all of a sudden I realized the crowd is now, like, five feet away from me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's kind of hot now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, ah! <laughs> so, and I, we actually let it burn for another minute just so... Uh, to express how hot this thing is, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then just get Carl to signal with a couple other guys, and they pushed in, hit it. Um, and then also showed them how fast, um, how a uh, simple water application. Some water application. Yeah. Um, simple, and I, I even said to them, I said, to us, that's not a big fire. It's a room of contents fire. Like, um, 
if if you have the door closed and we and we can get it to it in time, watch how fast uh, Carl will put it up. Very little water. Yeah. In two minutes, Carl had knocked knocked down. Um, you could probably go in there with no gear on. I mean, there's still a lot of um, toxic smoke, so you wouldn't want to not have your SCP on. But the heat's gone. You and don't need to, gone. Yeah, the heat. Yeah. Yeah. So that was an eye opener for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Because um, you don't normally get to see uh, room contents go up. That's right. Especially in the middle of a middle of a parking lot on a, on a sunny day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so at a kids event. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's a great scenario just to show how quickly that fire nowadays with our yeah. new materials and our couches. And yeah. yeah, I gave him the talk on the legacy homes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're sitting on. Well, I'm sitting on. You are on a legacy. A true legacy uh, <laughs> chair here. Yeah, exactly. Where you know you guys are kind of right in the middle. Yeah. Um, so I said that I said you know back in the day. So I don't know when yeah. the day was, but it was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that I said. day was my, not my, today. My speech to everybody. I'm like, yeah, I don't know when the day was, but they always say back in the day. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just old people like you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Back in the day. Um, Other than maybe the plastic covering the couches. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of wraps up our our daytime event. Mm-hmm. So. That was the last demo. We basically said, hey, guys, like, you know, thanks for coming out. Um, you know, enjoy the rest of the day. People kind of, you know, ling- they kind of lingered around for a few extra moments. But, uh, yeah, they uh, dispersed short, short, shortly after. So that was, what, about 11? Two. Or, oh, yeah, that's right. It started at 11. Yeah. It went to 2. Um, so that was 2 o'clock. So at 2 o'clock, um, the general public, we had it shut down. Um, we had a little meeting area set up for all of our past members. Uh, so anybody that has served here uh, at any point in time, from current back until the oldest person that was invited. Um, so they all came in. We had like old old articles set out. Uh, we had some old equipment set up uh, so they can have a look at that and talk, talk about stories when this old nozzle was used, when, hey, we use this for this. And uh, that was really, really well attended. Um, I poked through a couple times while we were setting up for the night show, and yeah, there was a lot of stories happening. So, so that was that was Whether my, true or not. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's like it's like any good fishing story, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was good. Um, and then we so there was a lot of prep again um, to get ourselves ready for for the night show now. So we broke down all of all of the day ac- activities. Um, we had the entire. Uh, the entire truck bays, everything was open. Uh, we were doing tours of the truck bays and, and the trucks for, for fa- families and kids. Um, we ended up having uh, just a, a quick minor call, kind of right at the end of the event. Uh, and we hopped in our trucks. And every time that you have a kid climb, climbing around a truck, they're always like, what's this wire hanging off the roof? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so we flashed up the truck. And we're not going anywhere. <laughs> and we're yeah, not going anywhere. Like, <laughs> so the air builds back up, and now we're responding. So it was a, it was just a quick, quick call. Uh, got got back to the hall again, and then uh, yeah, put everything else away. Um, because for the for the night show, uh, it's easy okay. to uh, note for anyone that's uh, doing these hall tours is take the keys out of the apparatus. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point, this little kid was walking by, or Debbie Jeep's like. That's an interesting keychain. That's our keychain. Give me that. Oh, <laughs> oh you yeah. hear about that? Yeah. No. Yeah. In, in the bush truck. That's why and, he had the keys to the bush truck. The, yeah, in the FR truck. Because uh, that was uh, actually uh, the truck uh, that uh, I initially ran to to yeah. go deal with so the, yeah, our, so, our call. So, yeah, so the FR truck. Um, yeah, our deputy chief said, like, yeah, he's literally walking by his kid, and his kid's like waving his keychain in his hand. He's like, Hey, give me that. <laughs> That's a key for a truck. <laughs> All of our other ones are actually tethered yeah, right to the dash, so the they can't go like away. Free, right? So the only one. Yeah. Oh, man. I did not know that. That's awesome. That's, That's like awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, you great. found it. Yeah. Whoops. <sighs> yeah, so <laughs> that, I'm sure drunken idiots would be very much the same, but we, yeah. we love these drunken idiots. <laughs> so we close the truck base. Yeah, so we, we, we lock down the truck base. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess that leads us to yeah, so the band arrived to the party part. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like um, I should say, like we we had basically the whole site generally ready to go. Um, yeah. Because the the family event, I mean, it had merch table and um, it had some tents heavy stuff. So, um, but there was a lot of afternoon prep for the party because mm-hmm. basically we had to put a mixing board out with some sound for the band. Um, so Tanner and the guys showed up about 
two, uh, yeah, two, two, two ten. Three, yeah. Um, and instantly we're like, we're into, we're into okay. Now we got to make that stage that was like a blank slate into a stage that works. Right. Yeah. So that took about three hours because now we're we're trying to figure out power and now we become we now become a concert venue. Yeah. Which is, it's a parking lot. Uh, yeah. Apartment. So thankfully Rob is actually quite skilled in sound, so he actually understand, understands words. Yeah. <laughs> like I took, I did quite uh, a time in, in the entertainment industry, but I was never listening to what the sound guys were saying, because I don't know, I did my job with other things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, you rambling off different wires and listening, I'm like, oh, it's quite, quite really, mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the DXM is missing, I don't know. <laughs> and I walked by Ash at one point, he's like, yeah, the kick drum is not showing up on the on the on the. the, on the uh, we're getting some back feed through the mains yeah, or whatever. The mains, I'm like, oh, I'm like, wow, and he's like, yeah. So I just heard them say, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see Scott's eyes. He's like, he's like, what the shit? He actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> not in the least. No, no, not at all. Yeah, my skill set is I can lift things up and put them back down. <laughs> if you want that moved, I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah, I can move everything yeah. for you. Oh, you need another power power cable. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That that was my involvement there, <laughs> but I have a bit of a memory, so I'm like, yeah, this is a problem. He's like, oh shit. So yeah, Rob worked with uh, Tanner and the, and the rest of the band, and they they set up. Um, they got the sound running, uh, and then uh, did a couple quick sound checks with them with uh, our two opening bands, and um, yeah, they're basically ready to go. And while all that was happening, we we're setting up our bars and. Um, setting up for ticket stands uh, and getting the barbecue run. The barbecue guys, those guys rocked. Because <laughs> we, were, we were, it was a simple menu, a burger. So when you hear, oh, burger, that's easy. But well, the way um, our guys make burgers is like, it's not just a burger, it's not like hot cut bun. Mm-hmm. They have like all the fixings, they have like shredded lettuce, cheese, like really nice burgers. These aren't like, mm-hmm frozen like these were like uh, from a butcher shop yeah um so the guys, the guys man they were they sold 250 burgers yeah <laughs> so they cooked 250 burgers on two barbecues in like three hours <laughs> yeah they were they were hustling they yeah. did really well like you look over there and all the prep ready to go everything was set up yeah and yeah they were they were going hard yeah i sent them uh i sent them a quick thanks today on, uh, on facebook like on a private thing for them mm-hmm. all the guys were working because yeah, they were every time I walk by, I'm like, "Ooh, God, I'm not doing that." Yeah, <laughs> it was a really good setup. Though, the way you guys had uh, for the people coming in, uh, getting the tickets to the merch tables, then to the drinks, because yeah. um, we had uh, you guys had a few different uh, vendors there for drinks as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then the, the burger ticket line, and yeah, yeah. It was... yeah, definitely seemed to flow well. Um, you know that that was definitely a skill set that Scott brought to the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, having seen many events, um, and many events fail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> based on line control, <laughs> based yeah. on like, oh, the, yeah, that shouldn't go there. That should go in this order. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that definitely flowed really well. We had a lot of, uh, you know, positive feedback on yeah. on things were for some hectic moments. Things were really smooth. Well, in a sense, because Grant's also a big event guy, so mm-hmm. Grant and I, you know, we we all understood where the where the sticking points would be, and that was going to be in the bar area. But yeah. you know, um, we mitigated certain things with that, and it worked out pretty well. Because we don't want to have it too spread out, because then then we're now we're taking up um, venue Extra area, real right? estate, but, yeah. Um, and then purposely put we had a 50-50 draw, so we purposely put it a distance away because it's cash only, so we don't need um, debt machines and we don't need mm-hmm. them right close to everything yeah. else. So we put them actually on the opposite side of the venue. Um, which worked out well, and then we had this fifty-fifty works best when you have people going around selling. Yeah. So you know, guys were walking around selling night, you know, in, the, in their shirts and quite nicely, and they was they were doing okay. And then next thing, you now we got guys in turnout pants and no shirts, no shirts. <laughs> selling that yeah. much better. And then and then the uh, a couple of the uh, other members <laughs> that sorry, I guess past members. Some people that weren't even members, but guys were in good shape. They were getting recruited. <laughs> Next thing, they're wearing turn-on pants. Like, I saw that, yeah. Like, a, one of the school teachers walked by. I'm like, he's not a firefighter. I'm like, yeah, well, he's selling tickets. There's, there's a school teacher? Oh, yeah. He had yeah. the guns out, so yeah. they put him in, uh, in turn-ons. Oh, and not really? Yeah. Shirt off. He went well. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. So, I was laughing. At yeah. He was jacked, so <laughs> the ladies are buying 50-50 from Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that, that got us a pretty good pot. So I think we ended up in the venue, all told, um, just over 300 people. Yeah. So that's pretty good for a parking lot in the middle of a fire station. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and the first off, like this is the yeah, first, first time, time we've ever and, done. And the fact that it it poured rain. Yes. Um, so we're watching this rain cloud, and uh, we got a couple guys who are pilots uh, in the department, and they're like looking out there. They have these special pilot apps. They're like, well, this thunder cell is rolling through here, and we're like watching it. We're like, oh, it looks like it's gonna catch the edge of of, of the part, like basically where we are. The edge is gonna catch us. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, the edge caught us. <laughs> yeah. So it was like a baseball game. Um, because I, I, you know, I was, I was talking to Tanner. I'm like, I think it's gonna rain. And I said, I think I might miss this. I don't think it too much, but it's gonna rain on us. So he's like, okay. So he's like, you got tarps, or because we didn't put a tent up, so we're, we're kind of sitting there. And it kind of goes back to like you got a plan, right? So we're planning, and um, Jace, we start taking um, the rescue tarps off the trucks, right? Make nice thick rubber tarp. So or not rubber, rubber or uh, PVC, I guess. Um, yeah, Mister. Yeah. 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 So we end up getting. Um, we kind of had them all staged behind the uh, behind the stage. And it was like a baseball game. Like as soon as it started raining, we all kind of run out. <laughs> tarps going over everything. And, yeah. Um, poor Kale, who's he's uh, he's the opener. Poor past member's uh, son. Young guy's going to college in uh, in the fall for music school. So he's playing his acoustic on the stage. <laughs> and we're tarping things and it's raining. He, he looks back at me. He's like, "Are we stopping?" I'm like, "It's up to you, man." He's like, "Ah, it's music. Let's keep let's keep it rolling," or something like that, or yeah. let's keep rolling. So he's playing. <laughs> Pouring rain on the poor guy. Yeah, he did awesome. He was yeah. out there giving her, and uh, sure he was. Yeah, Tanner actually gave him a shout out later. He's like, man, yeah. no, he goes, I forget that kid's name, but he was rocking it. He yeah, didn't yeah. care. It was pouring rain on him. So. Yeah, one of our guys, Dano. He, yeah, he, he's up there with you know, he's in the rain holding an umbrella over over Kale. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, so he's yeah kept on playing um, at that moment. So while we were doing that, um, we pulled a couple trucks ahead in the bay. Uh, ran some quick fencing and then fenced off the like half of the truck base uh, o- opened up everything on the yeah. southbound side so mm-hmm. people could come inside still listen to the music uh, I think we were probably music down with no music for maybe 20 minutes yeah, yeah. Fence, yeah. yeah if and that then, and then it then like everything else in this town like with or in the valley it, it rips the weather goes through five minutes later it's sunny yeah. sunny sun and dry yep. yeah mm-hmm. everything dried up fast sure worked out really well yeah um yeah, and then we we roll into the Rebel Love, which is uh, which is like the second act. Um, they were like a rock band, mm-hmm. did really well, got the crowd kind of pumped. And uh, Tanner and the guys hit the stage. Eight thirty. Eight forty-five. Eight forty-five. Yeah, yeah. And they they actually were super nice uh, because you know we've been getting so many shoutouts. They actually gave, they gave us a double double set. So, yes. Um, it was like two hours of straight music. Um, yeah. So they were, because I originally we were talking like, oh, they'll be off by 10 15. No, they played till 11 actually, because they were going to yeah. play till 10 45, and then an encore happened because they were like, hey, people are loving it. Yeah. So we played to exactly 11 o'clock, um, which is right when our noise battle happens, but it didn't matter because the commander of the police force was here in Civvies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was <laughs> but we were also, so like, you know, people knew what it was for. So, and we, and right at 11, I think, I think it was 11 on the nose, we were done. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. The last song ended. Um, we turned on the ugly lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really great. Like Tanner and them, you know, we talk about them all the time. I've seen them live yeah. a few times. You guys hadn't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you've heard them on Spotify. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was awesome seeing them and just, uh, yeah, how how normal and fun they are like anyone else right like yeah they're just social and, and hanging out and and their music was, was on point it was great to see and just got the crowds just right into it mm-hmm. what's well, funny i was talking to dennis and he's like yeah it's funny like i hear you guys chatter about these guys every week um he's like it's like i kind of know i'm like yeah like i felt the same like we've been chatting about these guys and like right. now like i'm invested in their career right. because of what's happening so like you kind of felt like you like you knew them without knowing them and then they get here and yeah they were super like a really awesome group of guys um put on a hell of a show like the music was great um and then after everything was over we ended up having just a small social after because they're like <laughs> hey yeah <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that but. Nah, whatever it's a, it's a rock show <laughs> yeah so they're like, they, have, yeah. they're like is there anywhere to go for like after show drinks and we're like there actually was, I guess that that bar was hopping. Oh, was it really? I heard. Yeah. Oh wow! But yeah, 
Also, <laughs> it's, it was probably the right move. <laughs> yeah, probably the right move to hang out with us, even though maybe not. Maybe them, they're right now, maybe not thinking that with their headaches. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a couple quick cel- celebratory drinks afterwards. Um, turned into it turned into four hours later. Yeah, four hours later, and they were. Uh, I mean, they were all up and moving. This oh morning. yeah, they were. They were alive. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, but yeah, yeah my house didn't. My house smells interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what did you say? My house smells like liquor and bad decisions. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were all good, yeah. No, they loved it here. I was talking to them afterwards. They, they said it was awesome. Um, they're yeah. going to be back, hopefully, as mm-hmm. long as they don't hit it super big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we can't afford them anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they're going to try to come back for seminar, I think. Um, and actually, while they're here, there's a couple of um, people in the crowd who run uh, different music venues around town. That's right. So they they uh, want to hire them to do yeah. some stuff, too. So. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, it's interesting watching the progression of a night on a concert because it's like, uh, especially a concert where people don't really know the band. Yes. So, you know, an up and coming band, you don't like ACDC. Like, yeah, everyone goes there. You know, you know, know all the songs. Everyone's singing along. Metallic, everyone's singing along. It's like mm-hmm. the show is like kicks off it, right? Because everyone's like, yeah, I know this song. I know every song. They're all singing. Well, here it's like, yeah, they know the songs because some of them are, you know, a lot of covers. And, yeah. But they don't know the band yet. So they don't know, you know, so they're playing, playing. And then you watch the crowd start getting into it, getting into it. And by the end of the night, no one wants them to leave. And there's like 60 people at the front stage going crazy. It's like, see, yeah, this, this is like, wait, this is what you got to do. It. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, it was a really good night all around. We had a ton of, ton of fun. Um, let's say it was really good atmosphere, really good crowd. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's talk. We're gonna do this again next year. And <laughs> yeah, well, those are the options. Move. Yeah, mm-hmm. some things. Um, all in all, it's actually a fairly easy thing to. Not, I don't say easy. It's actually not hard. It's not as hard as some of the stuff we pull off. No, like we go back to seminar. Like that's always our like milestone event, right? So Way we more logistics. Um, there's so many moving parts. Yeah, we we mobilize our entire training ground down to another venue. Um, and the window of setup time and takedown is very small. Yeah. So it is a lot of work, and then a weekend of a lot of work, and then air down. Um, we're here, we have, like, we're already here, so that's awesome. And I think, like, the week prior, I think mean, we, we did some extra tidy up within the building here, uh, which had to happen anyway. Um, so besides that, a week, maybe, of lead up, and a couple hours here and there, uh, the stress level was really low, um, like individual day wise. Like the day of, sure. The stress I had all night was in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Is this going to pass? Yeah, exactly. Like a couple people, because we we did have. So we've been watching the weather pretty heavily, and we did have a plan B that if the weather was bad day of, we were going to shift it to be inside. Yeah. But like, but it has to be like bad, like. For the whole day, not, yes. not bad for ten minutes. Yes, yeah. exactly. it's like a logistic, it took us four hours to set the sound up. Set sound yeah. up yeah. just... So if somebody asked that, like, "Hey, are we thinking about moving inside?" We're like, "Oh no, we're married to Plan A." Like there <laughs> yeah, is. It, no it plan was B. like if it was crappy weather all day, we would have went. Yeah, plan if a it was right twelve o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock. Now the weather's mm-hmm. bad, and like it looks like there's no like you check the weather app and you're eighty percent plus, and it's just dog shit right. the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah we're gonna set up Plan B, which is gonna be come inside the truck base. Uh, blow all the trucks outside yeah. and then uh, yeah fence off by our trail gear so people can't be drunk and yeah. put yeah. on trail gear um, unless you're selling 50-50 tickets yeah, yeah and, and that's okay <laughs> and that would have been a party because yeah. this place would have been jam packed yeah but luckily that wasn't the case um, yeah half an hour and we were we, we were yeah. back uh, rocking yeah talking to Tanner's dad tonight on the phone and because uh, you know him and I go way back in the, in the music industry stuff, so he's like, "Yeah, I was talking to my wife who was here, like his wife who was on mm-hmm. on site. And she's like, and he's talking to her. He's like, it was uh, Scott pacing back and forth, like and I'm like, <laughs> like going super fast. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I do when I'm starting to get like, uh, okay, how are we gonna do this? He's like, and she's like, oh yeah, <laughs> so, there's 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 because yeah. <laughs> we're trying to like, okay, okay, now how do we deal with the weather? <laughs> Yeah, it was, a, it was a really awesome event. It was, uh, um, but Scott didn't have a job. The event was his job, <laughs> right? So, like, he was, like, oversight of everything, right? Yeah. And, like, I had a couple smaller things, but I was also trying to be the guy that, like, 
if it was something small to take that off a of Scott's plate. And then everybody else had like roles and they stuck to it. Um, back to like we do at fires, if you know the bar was getting low, uh, somebody was walking by, oh shit, they yeah. fill that yeah. hole, right? Um, I saw that happening all night. And you know, if, if I seen somebody was them, you know, struggling, uh, if I could jump in and help, I was doing that. If if I couldn't, or if I was on the way to do something else, and I saw somebody else, I'm like, hey buddy, can you run over here? Yep. And guys were like, it was yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to. You know, I think that's, that's what right. happens with the way they're chances and stuff, right? Because you're yeah. so used to doing on emergency scenes. Like, yeah. Like, like your department does the same thing. Like our departments are, you're used to running big scenarios that are like emergencies. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to do something that you're planning. Like it's one of yeah. planned events. So you're yeah. like, okay, like things are going to happen, but even for an event you really have, you really need to do the decentralized event. Like, yeah. Um, I gave uh, barbecue, like the food to one guy. I gave the bar to another guy, um, and I would just touch, check with them every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. Rob was running the sound deal with stage. Ash was uh, working with the bands, making sure we're in the green room right now that we're calling it, which is actually one of our little uh, our little classrooms. But that's where we have coaches in here right now, made into like a nice kind of green room. Um, mm-hmm. So Ash was making sure it was restocked, making sure the, the different bands didn't mean anything, yeah. making sure everyone was happy, and then yeah, like being like the second, like helping like take care of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis was running the um, um, the older fellows. Yeah. <laughs> so he did a great job. I didn't have to worry about that. And I'd walk by every once in a while and we'd, yep, thumbs yep. up. Perfect. Exactly. Nice. Um, they were all happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then uh, Kelsey's running 50 50. It worked out well. Like everybody had kind of jobs in each section because you just to divide it up into um, the, kind of the main points like mm-hmm. access control, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. From. Uh, being a guest in that situation, it was it went really fluid. Sure. Well, yeah. Like I said, it was it was pretty streamlined the whole event. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Very well done. Is it me? Yeah. yeah. I think that's it for the night. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think wraps up. We're pretty exhausted. Plus, it's awesome party hard. Yeah. I'm exhausted party hard. You guys are sunburned as hell from. <laughs> the long day event. Oh god, yeah. Event. That's telling Todd yeah. really. I'm like putting afterburn on the like face. It was so Actually, red. I feel like that. I, I put some sunscreen on the morning, so I, think I did not. I was like, I, I had a red. My head was red, but it didn't. It wasn't mm, burnt yeah. this morning. So. Yeah. 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 I woke up like my head hurts, not from booze, from how everything was just a little bit yeah hot. But well, I realized I was on my feet from like eight in the morning till like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I sat down for a little bit a couple times, but it was like. It's a long day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really long. Yeah, the step, step counter was uh, yeah. <laughs> was about triple of usual. <laughs> yeah, like it reminded me of the old days when I used to do that kind of stuff. It's like, wow, how did I do this? <laughs> I guess it was like twenty years ago. Yeah, that's why it's, it's twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well done, guys, um, and for everybody who uh, helped out that in your whole department and the yeah, smokers and everybody, it was a fantastic event. And that was the other thing is that like all your spouses that volunteered for the event as well. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Part of it, like I was telling them, because we have a private group on Facebook, and then I yeah. said, you know, it's great. I, I'm hoping all, a lot of spouses can help because I said, if, if we had a big call, yes, the, the show has to go on, and and like there will be the main guys will have to stay. Like I would have to stay. Um, Rob would have Rob to stay. Would stay, and probably the, the couple of the barbecue guys would have to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, the bar guy would have to stay, but. We could send the majority of the department out, and we can probably right. send twenty-five people out to okay. a call, which is a lot for a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we could send out everybody that needs to go, and and we could run it, skeleton crew, but we need the spouses to help us, and they, they were they were there. Yeah, like um, ours were running cash and um, merch and everything else. And, good. Yeah, um, like a, a bunch of other ones kicked in. I think the ladies had a, a row of like five or six behind the counter there during mm-hmm. the busy stuff there. And some newer spouses, yeah. um, like were rock stars, yeah. like haven't really seen much. Like, <laughs> I'm like who is that? Came in here, I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh yeah, like was ripping. <laughs> so yeah, big big thanks to uh, to all of the spouses that were that that uh, came and kicked in because you know without them, there's no way that uh, it would have been as flawless for sure. They need to keep you guys on track. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah, well done to everybody involved. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up then for tonight. As I said, it's been a long, uh, long day for you guys there. So, Absolutely. 
let's uh, move into some shout-outs. Let's uh, shout-out with Modus. Absolutely. So Modus, um, the old claim to fame with Snyder Tool, um, have so many other products, 4th Entry uh, wedges, uh, they got some soft entry kit, um, hose straps, uh, mask bags, I mean, it's vast now. They, they are really expanding what they're doing. Um, they obviously did the, the uh, film with us here. They just mm-hmm. dropped some teasers today uh, of uh, the second installment that they're filming. Uh, and then they have one more coming up uh, that they'll be filming next. Um, sounds like maybe a fall release for all three episodes. Um, nice. It's kind of yeah, what they were saying. Um, so we're really excited to share share that with uh, you guys as well. Uh, but yeah, hop online, check out their social medias. Um, check out everything else that they offer. If you like what you see, uh, use discount code DTFF5 for 5% off your order. Yeah. Um, let's move into Shop the Bleed. Scott. Uh, through methods of bleeding control, our wound packing, or sorry, direct pressure first, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wound packing and uh, tourniquet application. If you're going to use a tourniquet, use a good one. Uh, check it out on stopthebleed.org for further information. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we didn't. Uh, didn't get to practice any of that on our shooting, which we thought we were. No, yeah, we were. We were. We were chatting in the truck. I'm like, I remember direct pressure wound bag. Let's open the first aid kit. Like, and then we, we were on standby. The tourniquets were prepped. Yeah, yeah, we opened the tourniquet. Yeah, I can't believe we only had one tourniquet in there. But that's that's got to change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. make that swap yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, Tanner Olson. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we talked about them. Um, country music out of the west coast of Canada. Um, Good live, evidently. <laughs> I'd say they perform well live. So they're they're actually, live. yeah, they're playing Calgary Stampede next week, and also Edmonton, the Cook County. What is it? Cook County? It's, I thought it was, I thought they were going to the states, <laughs> and I, when I he was telling me Cook County Saloon in Edmonton. Oh, nice! He's like it's this massive saloon. He said it was a massive kind of song. He said massive country bar. When's nice. that? July fifteenth. Nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> Are you there? No, I'm not. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm, well, like we're talking about going out to Edmonton, yeah. uh, but it's after that. So, yeah. So check them out if you uh, if you're out in Edmonton, I guess, <laughs> or, or <laughs> Calgary Stampede. Yeah. Other than that, check them out on Spotify or Facebook. Um, they're playing the Roxy quite often. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, that one weekend maybe when they're playing the Roxy. We should do that. Sunday. Yeah, make a bit of a trip. Yeah. Oh man, that brings back bad memories. <laughs> he literally, uh, kind of literally said, "You can't get in there. Every time you get some rocks, you either gets in a fight or gets super drunk." <laughs> Not like a fight that he starts. Like someone just starts up, punches yeah. his punches his friend who has a punchable face or whatever. He has a punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a weird story. He's like, I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> oh well, his friend got punched. He's like, every time he gets punched. <laughs> Oh man, the Roxy, yeah, way too many split nights there. Um, uh, then Artac, let's talk through, throw it to Artac as well. Yeah, so um, I mean, slowly, uh, you know, work's been busy, obviously, this is taking a lot of my time in this event. Um, been go, slowly going through Dr. Nick's um, yeah. Artac online program. And, you know, it's really great. Like, uh, I'm watching, like, this is like what you need. Um, you know, a lot of these courses are super dry and. Just having him, having his little face in the bottom of that corner talking is, is great. His accent is yeah. just, it's like having a Carl there just talking like <laughs> if Carl had to do medical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. If Carl's a doctor, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Carl would not be good at that. <laughs> All right, I guess we're gonna throw some. I don't know. We're gonna put some big water on it. <laughs> big water on it. <laughs> big water. Yeah. Um, Say no. bottle of water. They asked yeah, they asked him to say that, yeah. Say that fake accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the band, actually, because Carl was our MC, so that uh, when he was MCing, the band, at the end of the night, they're like, we thought you were, you thought that was a fake accent. <laughs> no, it's exactly, they're like, oh, he actually has an accent. We're like, yeah, we thought he was putting some fake accent the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it up for Chief Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. Yeah, anyways, our tech. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I made it through. Like, they, they're really cool little things, like, um, kind of talks about um, the clinical side, um, the practical side, and then they actually do something called shop talk. So it's like they have the different people from different backgrounds just discussing mm-hmm. discussing things on it. So, mm-hmm. um, scenario. Yeah, it's really good. Really good course. Um, little quizzes at the end and everything. 
Where you guys have to look at it too. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I started to. Um, Especially Alex, because he hasn't actually seen this stuff. The real course. No, yeah, I have one other course that I'm oh buckling. <laughs> I barely even started. Yeah, so I, I have to buckle down on that. And get get that one done. Um, this fire investigator. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll all of it. It needs to get done. I, I have to be warring come hell or high water. <laughs> Uh, and actually, late breaking news, um, one of our members, Gus, uh, just got engaged today. Oh, really? Hey! Yeah, hey. so congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, our time. Uh, yeah. Rusty Trauma Casualty Care. Yeah, check it out. Um, you can go on to the attack group website as well. It's a lot of cool, cool information. Uh, and then I guess you have us. So uh, you can find us on the YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and yeah, try and try and give us a like, a follow, a comment. Uh, if you follow some of our YouTube videos, you see we've tried to put a bunch out there and some of our soft tweets up as well. Yeah. Um, and we will work at uh, doing some more. But uh, I think that is all we have for tonight. Any more, guys? No, not at all. Ash, <laughs> thanks. Have a great night, Scott. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. You guys have a great night. Stay safe. Stay DTFF.